It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Well. And then there were four. This thing right here is for my people in the streets. Yes, yes, today. Yes, yes, today. You know, as we start this show, this one might be. There is a pause throughout the stadium as this man sounds like he just coughed up a lung. They're looking around. The jumbotron shows and pans the cheerleaders, and as it goes down each cheerleader's face, each one breaks up into laughter, which at this particular time destroys half the stadium. The other half is still trying to figure out what the hell just happened. Does this guy need uh, CPR or something? And then at that particular time, I lost it. <laughs> Devon Trump. Yes, yes, yes. Today, Phoenix is another place. They got a great uh, training staff. I mean, they, they were able to breathe life back into Shaq. And if you can do that, then people talk a lot about their training staff. Yes, today, you know, as we start this show, this one mic. Yeah, that, that, that's, our, that's, our, that's our RSG junkyard dog, Okay. We might have some callers in. I just want them to know. We'll bring him out if we have to. Yes, and then there was one. You know what we're talking about today. This is RSG1 Mike. This is where we talk about, we take it deep. And you know there's only one subject to talk about. Who's going to the Final Four? There's a lot going on with that. But before I get into that, I want to say, hey, all our hosts and callers are brought to you by our good friends at Carbon World Health. Your complete solution for fitness, health, and beauty. Go to CarbonWellHealth.com to connect with Dr. Nestor Rodriguez and his staff to learn more about lifestyle medicine. Tell them that the Real Sports Guy sent you. Hey, and along with Carbon World Health, our segment is also brought to our segment and our RG Challenge uh, Attorney Challenge is brought to you by uh, uh, Orange Street uh, st- uh, Storehouse from our door to your door. Orange Street Storehouse offers you the highest quality gourmet coffee and tea to enjoy you, uh, in the comforts of your home with your friends and your family. Hey, go check out folks at OrangeStreetStorehouse.com and also tell them that the Real Sports Guys sent you. We're having good fun. It's going to be live show tonight. We're going to have glitches. We're going to be going. We usually would hit you and record it, but we, just, we said we're going to go live because we might get some callers, but I can't do it. I can't do it without the man who's in the pick and roll with me, my man Hank. What's up, Hank? Hey, man. It is the spring has sprung. March is mad. 
The time is right, and we all we here all night. So I feel good about the show. We going live, man. Let's just get it in. Well, you 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 you, you were playing Don Goes Fraser last week, man. And and and, hey. and, 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 and we and, and it keeps happening. Yeah, it keeps happening. And uh, so last week I played Down Goes Fraser. This week. That's right. I'm starting to show off just that way. I told you all, and I remember my esteemed colleague here when I said, yes, 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 I'm picking Michigan to go to the Final Four. And I remember your response was, mm. <laughs> didn't say nothing else, just, mm. well, my, my, my friend, I got to give it back to you just a little bit more as I say. And, and we'll get into it, uh, but the craziest part of the broadcast, you know, because now we, you know, we get we get into the open mic, and we'll get into talking about the final four and what happened with Sweet Sixteen, Elite Eight, in the cipher. When we get to the cipher, but I just do really want to touch on this. One of the interesting things, so in the opening part of the broadcast uh, against Florida State, I believe uh, someone said, "Well, this is John Beeline's best team," and when they came back for commercial, they had to correct and said best defensive team. Because he had a team with Trey Burke, and he had Tim Hardaway Jr., and he had he had some players that went to the championship against Louisville that was uh, had a lot of pros on it. So, but this team is playing defense, and you know we'll spend a little bit more time talking about how offensive minded John Beeline is actually playing, uh, having got to probably the best defensive team that's in the Final Four. So we'll we'll, we'll get into that. But we're in the opening mic se- uh, segment of the show where we kind of take a scan around sports and we talk about some things. Uh, to kind of get it warmed up a little bit. And news came out here recently. Steph Curry may miss mm-hmm. the first round. Steve Kerr said he's going to miss it. Steph tries to come out and say, hey, he's going to do everything he can do to come back. Hank, I want to hit you. How do you think this is going to impact them if Steph misses the first round? Because they could have a pretty tough first-round matchup. And I think they are, uh, against the teams they play in the first, they could possibly play in the first round, uh, they don't have a very good record against them when they play them without Steph uh, versus when they play, they missed about a 17-point slide uh, uh, differential with Steph versus without Steph. How do you think this affects the Golden State Warriors when you think about their role back to trying to win a championship? This is devastating news for the Golden State Warriors, okay? Uh, you have to compound this also with Kevin Durant being out, okay? So now you got two big stars, but he is absolutely disturbed. He's uh, he's disturbed that disturbs the drink, okay? And without him, and without him being a threat on the floor, uh, the stats show they're just a middle of the road team, okay? This is not the super team that we see every year in the finals. The concern here is that you have to ask the question that with a hurt Durant. You know, with a banged-up team, if you will. You know, Clay Thompson is out a little bit too. Um, what are you going to get from the Golden State Warriors in the first round? And if they're so, let's so, and let's just look at the last couple of years now. Uh, even when everybody was in was in play, 
All right, it wasn't like they were blowing the doors off of those teams in the first round. In fact, you look at two years ago when they won, again, the record 73 basketball games, they struggled in the first round with Portland that year. All right, so this is a team that they kind of started getting it together roughly around the conference finals, but they they have kind of been habitually slow and not just thoroughly putting teams away. Now you want to add into the fact that not just this injury was his knee. You're talking about, you know, a series of injuries with Steph Curry right now. We start to ask you, ask the question, you know, is his body starting to break down on him? Now, I know a lot of you are going to say, oh, come on, he's a young man. He just turned 30 years old. He logged a lot of minutes as a guard, as one of the most premier players in this league. And if you look at how his game is, he does a lot with his crossovers, with everything like that. And now he's done had an ankle injury, and now he's got a knee injury. Okay, what that does to a pure shooter is it starts to mess with his, you know, ability to get up off the ground and to, ba- and to balance himself. Okay, the ankle and the knee is on the same leg. That's a concern, even if he comes back. Now, I know he's going to have some of the, you know, uh, the best trainers and doctors try to help him get back sooner. But, again, now you're talking about the rigors and another long uh, uh, playoff run, at least that's what they're hoping for. To me, uh, the regular season for Golden State means nothing. It's, it's more at this point of trying to get back to the playoffs and get ready. They've already clinched the spot. They're five and a half games out from Houston for the best record in the in the West. So that's pretty much a done deal. But what you're looking for as another appearance, this is going to be very, very, very tough. Again, their big three are all injured. Okay, and then you start talking about just the rigors of the season from someone like a Draymond Green. Uh, this is devastating news. They, he needed these these last couple of weeks to get himself ready for the playoffs, and now he's going to be gone through the first round. And you don't know what Steph Curry you're going to get back. Yeah, and when you took that potential matchups, when you, you know these teams are all kind of uh, uh, clustered here, you think you know you got you're talking about the Pelicans, the Spurs, the Timberwolves, and and the Jazz. Uh, who they lost to uh, uh, last night. You're talking mm-hmm. about some teams who, you know, especially a Spurs team that if they get Kawhi Leonard back for that first round, you know, they had they had him on the ropes even in that first game. You could tell it was going to be a tough game against the Spurs. Uh, uh, and, and, and then Kawhi gets, uh, Kawhi gets injured. He's out. It changes the way that series looks. So, you know, they still have, like you said, two. Uh, they have some other stars. But Steph does so much. People think about him around the scoring. You know, people. He's an underrated rebounder, and when he rebounds, right. he starts to break. Um, you know, you think about how he creates spacing um, and makes it very difficult to double team. And so, there's a lot of things he adds that um, and that that you know they played without him. But uh, you find out that you know he has some serious value uh, to the team, and uh, you know you're gonna have to wonder whether or not you know that that injury could take a toll. You know, people get – things happen quickly. And there's been a lot of discussion about how this is going to affect KD and, you know, uh, it's going to put a lot more pressure on him in terms of the legacy, um, you know, people coming up with all kinds of things, you know, in terms of um, uh, when you talk about karma, <laughs> leaving OKC, he could see an OKC matchup early on in that first round. So th- this has got – you know, one thing about the NBA, the NBA has mastered the art of the storyline. They, mm-hmm. they they know how to stay in the news. They Like no other league, they're okay with it. Um, they can stay in the news. Um, staying with the NBA, a rarity. This is rare, but 
asked you a long a, a while ago whether or not this, there was a sign that there might be a crack in this organization. Tony Parker comes out, calls out Kawhi. Mm-hmm. Then you have Steven Jackson, who's very familiar with that organization, saying this this is coming from the top. The, for this to happen, other folks have been okay with Tony Parker coming out, coming at Kawhi. This appears to be a crack in the foundation of what I say is one of the best organizations in sports. What say you, man? Now you, you know what? This, what's going on? You know what you got. What you got right here is a generation gap. And it's kind of funny when you look at a Tony Parker and you look at a Kawhi Leonard. You are definitely looking at a tale of two spurs, all right? You're talking about a Parker whose whose career has 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 gone through the Tim Duncan's, and if I'm not mistaken, you know the end of the David Robinson into the Tim Duncan era, all right? And 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 you got Ginobili over there. You're talking about guys that's won championships that know how to get it done, and then you got this up and coming and this budding star who, you know, for the sake of argument, is now going to be the face of this franchise, and you've got that clash there. Now, you now for those who don't know, Kawhi is suffering a, a really uh, serious, severe quad injury, which has kept him out for most of the year. Tony Parker comes out and says, you know, he had the same, the similar uh, uh, injury, and he was able to overcome it, and he's expecting him to step up a little bit. Now the issue here is if you just if you just rewind the tape to just a year ago, Kawhi got hurt in the playoffs, which pretty much doomed the, the the Spurs' chances. And the Spurs was one of those kind of teams you had to look side eye at because with Kawhi on the floor, they were they were a threat. Without him on the floor, they became another team. So I I understand what the Spurs are saying. You know, be be the leader, be be the transition player you're supposed to be. And come out here, and 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 uh, he's a very very talented player, but this is this is what I'm seeing. Um, is it is it a if is it a what you would call a a spat? Is it a divisiveness? I don't know. It, it sounds to me like a, a generation gap. It's going to be interesting how they handle this. You know, uh, what Kawhi Leonard is is really got to be careful of is. This is an organization, as you stated, they're a very proud organization. And if you're damaged goods, we don't have no problem moving you. We don't have no problem moving you and bringing somebody else when we don't want to. But if you start being divisive, we are the Spurs and you are Kawhi, and you will go the other direction. So uh, we'll stay tuned. We'll see uh, which way that the young man decides to flow. But um, uh, this isn't the first time that we've heard of this. And with the same uh, cast of characters, so you know the, the Spurs like, again. They're not they're, if he if he's damaged good, if he can play, they're going to give him a shot. But if he can't, he won't be there next year. But this is this is what's interesting about this man is that okay. So let's 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 think about who who we've understood Kawhi to be, right? Um, a person who developed himself and took the hard road to becoming a star. Didn't come in with, you know, the jump shot and all the other skill set. Worked on it, developed it. Uh, that was that was, you know, validated by people like Tim Duncan and all these these cats. Put his head down. Hasn't said much. Hasn't even spoken. You know, was the kind of person just lunch pail. Didn't really, in some ways, followed the Tim Duncan model. Wasn't really trying to do a a, a, a lot of 
uh, endorsements and doing it. We just was happy with playing and happy with being out of the limelight. All right. Gets injured on a fluke play after having what you think was an MVP season. Gets hurt, comes back. There's some some riff. Now, at the same time, this riff is happening. You hear you you hear the story about Lamarcus Aldridge saying, "I want to be traded." Boom, Pop has to sit down with him and really understand that Pop is like, "I need to adjust what I'm trying to do because he felt isolated." Right? Another superstar. Right? I think it gets a little bit more complicated. Now they come out and then somebody like Steven Jackson, who is got a reputation for being tough, being straightforward, says, no, nah, Kawhi is the dude y'all think he is. This is some other stuff. Right. And so everybody's saying this is now <laughs> it's crazy because I think there's also, I think the organization's taking a few hits. It'd be different if it was just Kawhi isolated, but then when you throw the LaMarcus Aldridge thing in there, you take somebody like Jackson, who has not been nothing ever since he's been, you know, um, on Fox. I've listened to him a couple of times singing San Antonio's praises, singing Pop's praises, but he's a straight shooter. It's, it, 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 none of this makes sense, man. Again, none of it makes all sense. You, all you got to do is look at who's still on that team and who's still calling the shots mm-hmm. and who's doing the talking. You're looking at a Tony Parker, 35 year old guard that's that that's you know feel like he's 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 got to make some noise. All right, you still got Manu Ginobili over there. You still got two of the big three on that team. You know, they, in my opinion, they should have left when uh, Tim Duncan decided to retire, and then they just start all over and let it be Kawhi's team. There's a gap there. Okay, there is a gap there, and and, and let's just let's just take the narrative that you're talking about. All right. Uh, that he's still the same guy. Okay, the Aldrich is, is, is saying he wants to demand a trade. Then, and you still have uh, Pop with Ginobili, with Parker. All right, so it, it shouldn't it shouldn't be a surprise to you that that if there is some divisiveness, if there's some derision there, that that's where it's coming from. It's coming from those old players, and as I stated before, this generation gap, which Pop very well may be a part of himself. And it, would, it would, and it would probably be in the best interest of that team that if they're going to go that way, that Kawhi move on. However, if the front office is really serious about this team making that next move, how many more? I mean, you let you have to do some things which is in the best interest of your team. What's in the best interest of your team? Maybe it's time to let those two players ride off into the sunset with their fabulous careers and so that this team can move on. Because you're going to have that how we used to do things the, the 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 San Antonio way, versus what you have right now. So there's there's there that piece is there. It is absolutely there. But I, but when you hear a Tony Parker say, "Well, I had the same injury, and I came off of it," that sounds a little bit like, "Well, you know what? The back in the day we did it this way." But what we know about the NBA right now, D, it's not like it used to be all the time. Okay, now we're not that far removed from the Tim Duncan era. But you're moving in a different direction when you're talking about Kawhi Leonard. He needs to be the face of this franchise. He's not going to be, in my opinion, you know, if you're still letting Tony Parker and the Ginobili call the shots with this team. And they got the ear of pop as as well they, they and they and they pretty much they've earned that. And what's interesting about that is that Tony Parker said that but Pop and them preserve their career. How many times did they sit out games? How many times did they rest? How many times, you know, how many times did, you know, 
they get the benefit on the organization rushing them. You know, when people like LeBron was trying to play all those games, and then LeBron started rushing. You know, you know, it's right. it's 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 not like they did not try to manage the end of your career. When mm-hmm. when Kawhi was out there playing, when y'all was resting, logging the minutes. You know what I'm saying? It's, okay. it's like he allowed y'all to rest. He allowed right. y'all to take days off and preserve your. And it's, but there's no appreciation for that. No, like y'all was able to rest because he was playing. Y'all right. had a young and taking over while y'all could rest a few. You know, it was it's so interesting about it. I think part of it might come down to. Part of this tied into the one thing that Kawhi struggles with. He don't struggle with anything on the court. He struggles with communication. Mm-hmm. And I think part of why this has got blown out is I I think it's just basic communication. And I think Pop can usually react when somebody is talking to him. But it, it doesn't appear like Kawhi is someone who will express a lot. And if he don't, you can't solve anything if you don't talk. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, Marcus was willing to talk and, and explain and work things out, and then Pop was able to hear and work. But if Kawhi is someone, it was all good when things were good, but when it requires a level of confrontation or whatever it might be, if he's more passive-aggressive around that stuff, then it's hard for Pop to read and figure out how do I help you? Because even when this stuff happened this week, Pop still kind of came out and said, you know, we'll let Kawhi decide. You know what I'm saying? Gonna let him decide and do whatever. He was trying to be supportive and be, you know, player, you know, friendly in his in response. But I, it, 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 the one thing I think might be the difficult for Kawhi is that it, it appears he, he's not very good in communicating. So if he's not, then there's no opportunity to check cues or. And then if he's got people in his corner who are communicating for him, because you know family members or friends are going to try and protect interests, but they don't they don't understand all this other stuff. And when you can communicate, you can keep your family at bay. That means you're bringing more people into the conversation than who normally would be there because they are trying to make sure Kawhi's message gets out because he's not comfortable getting the message out himself. I think that might be part of the problem. And it it takes something that's really a molehill and makes it a mountain, right? right. It makes it makes right. it a mountain because if he's not an effective communicator, something that could get nipped in a bud and this, you know, brings a whole bunch of other people in there who got other self interests that then blows it up. Versus, me, you know, it, Tim Duncan would probably push everybody back and said, "This is let me sit down, let's talk over coffee." It, right, it's, right. it's those kind of things I think might be what's causing this. Um, kind of problem and he probably goes into a shell so I think that might be part of the issue and so then what Tony is doing doesn't help because with somebody no. like that it puts him into even more of a shell and and, and, let, and let's keep this in perspective you know on the surface on the surface if you're looking at this just just with just casual eyes you know that this young man is is is, 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 you know, just being a, uh, an athlete yourself, if you don't feel like yourself, you can't do what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be out there. All right? And we know about his injury from last year. Um, he, he couldn't finish the playoffs. Uh, this is the regular season, and as you stated, Pop has has, uh, has been a trailblazer as far as arresting uh, his players. And maybe he's not communicating, I don't feel like myself. And I want to make sure I'm right because I don't want to 
uh, have a repeat of what happened last year. Now, that might be easy for you or I or anybody else. Maybe not so much for Kawhi. Maybe Kawhi looks pretty good in practice or when he's shooting around or whatever, and he's leading people to believe he's ready to go when he doesn't feel like he's ready to go. All of those things are factors when, you, when you're talking about it. And then again, you just go, like you stated, with, with the Tony Parkers and folks feeling like, well, you know, I did it. Well, you you know what? You, you, you need to hush. Okay, your career is pretty much done. Okay, you're about to wrap it up. This man does not want his career to end prematurely on an injury that he doesn't heal fully from. He tried to go last year when he was hurt, and he was done. So, um, again, on the surface, uh, just – let 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 it let it play out. Let it play out, and you're absolutely right. With him being as young as he is in the league, he's still got a lot to learn. He's going with some real long in the tooth veterans that's got something to say now, and that's unfortunate. Yeah, and and, and the other thing is that people have to re, uh, people have to remember that the last two people who uh, let let um, public pressure get him in. These were the results. <laughs> you you had you had you had Rose who kept right. kind of coming back and he just fell off the cliff. Right. Then you had Isaiah Thomas who yes. who did everything, had an MVP career a year. Sister passed away, did everything he could do, came back and played, got hurt, and how did they thank him? They traded him to Cleveland. Now he's in LA. You don't exactly. think Kawhi looking at that? Like they, like oh, these yeah. are, if you would have said Isaiah Thomas was going to get traded after last, no, you would have said no, nah, ain't no way in the world. Right. I know people are saying they weren't going to pay for it or whatever, but you like it, it, Boston, they're going to do that. Right. Right. Valid point. So I think he sees that like, yeah, they'll love you today, they ain't going to love you tomorrow. Exactly. And I got, I got a free agency year coming up here at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And he's smart enough to see our team can make a run, but we ain't really ready to make a real run right now. I got to at least get, I mean, so I think he's also making some of those assessments. And that's why I think some of the things he's looking at from a medical standpoint is like, I'm going to be right. I'm going into a free agency year and I'm going to make sure I get what I'm supposed to get. And you probably don't know that mindset because we've never heard him talk. Like, so we never heard him talk. So we like, we don't know he has that mindset, but he probably is looking at that and saying, you know, cats will love you today. They won't love you tomorrow. No. You know, and, and he, now, he maybe and never felt like he was with him. Yeah, in that house like Tony Parker and all them. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to make a push with him. And like he, like like Tony Parker even admitted, the quad injury that he had could have been career ending. All yes. right? So if you're Kawhi Leonard and you know that, I don't care what your healing process is. If I don't feel right, I'm not going out there. And you made two valid points with two players that are now, you know, uh, poor, poor uh, Rose, you know, he, he's done. You know, this is supposed to be one of the, the finest players uh, guard to the, in the league. He's done. If I'm Kawhi Leonard, you know how you feel. You know what happened last year. And, and if you've got people really around you that's in your best interest, you're going to take as much time as you can. You know, I don't care what you look like. You you know, you could feel great, get out there on the floor, make one move, and there you are, you're done. So I, I, on it. that piece, I don't blame him at all. And, and it's, it's 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 crazy. So we gonna keep, you know, you and I gonna keep uh, uh, tabs on this. We've been kind of checking in. We're like, man, it's like a plot. It's something like that. No one's really ta- like people are talking about it, but I feel mm-hmm. like it's big news. 
and well, it doesn't get the kind of coverage that you would think it gets. I'm like, this is like one of the top five players in one of the best organizations. Talk about leaving. Like, that's a big story. Yeah, it's a huge story. <laughs> and nobody really knows why. Let that's me ask a big you this. story. Let me ask you this. Let me let me just throw this uh, little, little, little carrot at, at, at your nose. Do you suppose that the, the Spurs look up and they see how the injuries have decimated um, the, the the Golden State Warriors. Um, you haven't seen Harden, and you haven't seen uh, Chris Paul in the playoffs yet. And they might feel like they got a shot. Do you feel that they're pressuring this young man to play because maybe, just maybe, they feel like there's a chink in the armor of the champion and they might have a chance to make one final push? I think that's a big part of it, particularly if they catch them in the first round. Like they, right. I, I think they see that they got a good shot to beat them, and then I think they think they can beat Houston, you right. know, and, and and all the other teams. So I do think uh, uh, they think they can do, and I think they think they can match up with uh, with Kawhi. They can match up with Cleveland if Cleveland comes out to East. So I do think they see it's a calculated opportunity, particularly if they're playing. Uh, the Warriors without Steph, because now that's one less person they got to worry about, um, and they can feel like they defend everything. Else. So I do think, uh, I think that's part of the calculation. Um, and, get a higher and, I, and I also think at the same time you got two, you got two guys who are ready to retire, where they see they got an opportunity to win one more ring. Exactly, exactly. That's where I'm going. That's where I'm going. So put pressure on him over through the media, make him play. Make him get himself ready. One final, one final push while we can get there, and let's ride off into the sunset. And it, it, if it goes down like that, but if he gets hurt, he's gonna give you that look like he's <laughs> don't don't be as they're helping him off the court. I don't want to hear you say anything. Right, right. And he ain't gonna look at anybody on the bench. And so. No. Because he's watched the movie, he watched it for the past couple of years. He's seen two superstars just get played out. He's seen a couple of them get played out that way. So I think he's like, man, I'm gonna be because I'm trying. I'm on the long run. I'm trying to have another, you know, ten years of of, of mm-hmm. doing what I need to do. And he's doing it on both ends because you asking me to do it on both ends. It's not, right. not just doing it on one end. I got to do it on both ends. I'm usually guarding one of the top players. And I'm, I'm trying to do it on the offensive end. That means I got to be at a pretty top level because I don't have a lot of help. Exactly. He's on the perimeter. So exactly. I, I think, you know, all those tuckers, but you'll never hear that because that's just not kind of how he communicates. And what, and I think that's really the challenge. Uh, you got, I got one item here and I didn't even put it on a rundown, but I think we can even freestyle this. So did you hear what they talk about in, 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 in uh, with, uh, with Beck? We, we, you and I talked about Beckham. What? Yeah. And, and, and I love Mira. Mira, <laughs> he like it feels so Steelerish in a minute. Like we'll trade you, like you, you, you know, we, 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 we not you not right now. You're not a priority. And then the other owner tried to come out and says, "Well, we still love him." I like Mira. Mira's like I'm tired of you right now. You know, we <laughs> ain't like we going to we going to get a Super Bowl this year. We'll trade you and see what picks we can get. Because you just got too many headaches. These youngins don't understand, man. And I, I, I and I know he's a, a talented offensive player, but there, there, there are 
everybody has a point. Everybody has a breaking point. And if you are causing too much organizational tension, if it's too much energy you sucking from people, certain organizations going to get rid of you. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Giants got bit of uh, Foxico Burst when they should have kept him. He shot himself. Right, but that, right. They, they, got, they got rid of him, and I thought they should have never got rid of him. I thought it was wrong. So it, it, what was your reaction when you heard? I mean, the Giants just said, forget it. I mean, you can feel they get tired of it. Right. It, it, it's funny to me because a lot of it, you, you still, you're in Broadway, D. Okay? <laughs> you're on Broadway. You're in New York. So you got to ask yourself how much is it just theater and how much is it real. Now, granted, I hear what you're saying, that they're going to get rid of somebody. But now Odell Beckham Jr., you know, he, he he's not that troublemaker. He's he just kind of loud, and he is who he is. You know who he is, okay? Um and part of it is, is posturing, a lot of it is posturing. And, and let's face it, you know, uh, do you want to really get out of New York? And let's look at what you look what you have there. If you if you if you stay with the Giants, you got an aging Eli Manning. Uh, you don't know what you're coming back with 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 a team this year. All right, do you try to posture yourself out of town? That, that's a that, that's a calculated risk because they could trade you to somebody. They could trade you to the Jets. All right, how's that going to work out for you? You know, so you got you might want to be careful with you what you ask for, but you're absolutely right with the Giants and with that ownership group. They 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 don't they really don't take a whole lot of mess. All right, you know they 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 that there was that Pierre Paul that blew his fingers off. He gone. You know they, they they're not gonna mess with you too much. You know, um, so so yeah, I. I a lot of it is posturing, but they but they they're saying to him, "Look, you keep campaigning, chief. You're gonna get elected. We will move you right out of town." You <laughs> <laughs> keep campaigning. You're gonna get elected. You right on it, man. You right on mm-hmm. it. It's like, and you hurt your value even if they want to trade you because people got to think twice whether or not they want to deal with all that. And you talking exactly. about getting a, you talking about getting a. Uh, uh, a, a, a being paid as a top offensive player, so you don't want to get paid in that receiver range. Well, you you know we ain't paying quarterbacks to act a fool. No, so it's it's like you know you can't you can't get caught out there. You, you got to live that Brady world. You got to at least live like Jeter. Don't nobody right. know we know you dating, but we don't know all the stuff you doing. Right, everybody leave their right. keys and their phone in the box. You know what I'm saying? It's it's like you got to have some other standards around it. And these cats don't get it. You already had the issue with the uh, the boat stuff in between the playoff game. Like, you got – there's too much. Yeah. And at that point, now I'm just going to pay you like a top receiver. You can't get the other money. No, no. That, that, that's like the a, part that these, these cats forget. And see, he got to be careful that part of his – part of who he is is because he is in New York. Yeah. Okay, that's the piece that we don't sometimes as fans really pay a close attention to. We look at the teams, we look at the one loss record. But part of your celebrity chief is being in Manhattan. All right? Yeah. So you can you can you can try to be as flamboyant as you want to be. But now you keep fooling around, all right, and they put you on some team, like I said, the Jets. Okay, they might put you back in Manhattan, they might keep you in New York. But you ain't gonna nearly be the commodity that you once were, okay? Mm-hmm. So you might want to be careful with that. You might want to just kind of like 
Watch what you ask for. Because if you, if you get moved, you're going to go to somebody where you probably ain't going to want to be So uh, for, for draft picks. So you might want to cool it. You hit it right on it. You listen to RSG One Mike, you know, one of the, the, the major podcasts on our platform. I invite you all to go to real, uh, the realsportsguys.com. You can listen to our other podcasts on our platform. Uh, we have the big show. That's kind of like the faculty seminar in a barbershop. Uh, we have Hustle and Flows. That's the intersection between hip-hop and uh, sports. We got Inside the Park with our own man right here, Hank Davis, talking baseball, bringing that flavor and that funk back into the world uh, of baseball. And then we got our one mic here, one mic where we go deep. We go deep into a topic. Um, we uh, kind of been in the opening mic session, and we're about to go to the cypher where we talk about our main topic which is, you know what, we're getting ready for the Final Four, and so we're going to make this transition. We'll come back and hit what's going on in the world of basketball uh, here with you here on RSG One Mike, you know, after we take the break. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.